Welcome to our podcast. So what do you think? The podcast where we chat about the Bible from Genesis to Revelation with friends, family, and loved ones. We laugh. This is the labor where they wash up. Then when you wash, wash up. I'm from Missouri, so y'all leave me alone. Yeah, she's from Missouri. She really means wash. I'm learning more and more how little I know. <laughs> they know an inner the art. And they knew nothing. I can't do it. We do impressions. Hello. <laughs> I'm Bob the Tomato. <laughs> Hi, this is Chang's Chinese restaurant. We get a little silly. Jericho, Joshua the Battle of Jericho, and the walls came tumbling down. I feel I have a hard time with condom, condomate, con. <laughs> Not condiments. She loves ketchup and mayonnaise. So, in genius. Geniuses. That's our southern accent coming in there, babe. I'm just a little serious. My spirit, Bubba, what if I give you what you deserve? And a lot grateful. When you feel that, you know, where is God? Well, well, that's him. That's him showing his love. Yes, he's got, he's got all these people loving on you. Oh, you know, yeah. and like, as we ask and answer questions about the Bible, faith, God, and everything in between. Welcome to So What Do You Think? Take a load off, get comfy, and stay a while. Hey guys, welcome to the show. My name is Missy, and today I have with me JJ. Hey JJ. Hey Missy, how are you? Good. So what is your topic today? You're not going to say anything else? You're just going to jump right I in? I keep getting in trouble, so. <laughs> no, uh, we were just going to tell you we were both battling COVID this week, and uh, I'm feeling a pretty good bit better. Missy's not doing so great yet, so. We had to start over because I sneezed five times. Yeah. No sneezing allowed. Yeah, you can't hear nothing when Missy sneezes. It's pretty loud. <laughs> like Mama Helen said, it'll scare the hang out of you. <laughs> but um, but we're coming up the hill. This too shall pass. And we yeah. just wanted to let you know that if any of you are going through that out there, we're sorry and we're praying for you. Yeah. Yeah. So today um, we are going to discuss... A scripture, and that scripture is Matthew chapter 5, verse 18. And as a side note, there's a little piece um, we're going to learn what a jot and a tittle is. <laughs> yeah. It's a song waiting to happen. <laughs> it is a song waiting to happen. What did you say a while ago? Something about... Something about little jot and tittle. I don't know. Somebody <laughs> <laughs> write a song about it. Well, on a not so happy note, uh, some of you may know that my mom, uh, precious mom, passed away on the 18th. And I'm uh, not going to talk about that today. Um, but maybe at some point later I will. But I did want to start today's podcast with something that uh, about my mom that was very endearing. Um, my mama had many sayings that she would say often, these cute little, whether they're old Southern sayings or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, probably heard some of them and maybe some of them not. Um, but she would say, the devil's beating his wife on the head with a frying pan again. And mm-hmm. of course that meant, well, it was raining and the sun was out at the same time. Mm-hmm. Not sure where that originated from. Um, and another favorite one that she would use often, and I do too, um, if you're walking side by side with someone and 
let's say you come up on an object and you walk around one side of that object and the other person you're walking with goes around the opposite side. Well, mama would say, you better say bread and butter. And uh, she said, if you didn't say bread and butter in that situation, then you were going to fight with that person for the rest of the day. <laughs> I don't know where she got all these things. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Missy would always think she made them up. I, I would. I'd say, you made that up. And then mm-hmm. I'd go look it up, and it, sure enough, it would have some folklore tale mm-hmm. with it. Yeah, bread and butter's a true one, too. Mm-hmm. And she would say, like if you said your nose itches, she would say, well, you must got have a hole in your britches. <laughs> no, I definitely hadn't looked that one up. <laughs> I heard a lot of things about when your nose itches, like you got mm-hmm. company coming or mm-hmm. somebody's talking about you. Yeah, somebody's thinking know. about you. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do we do admit that she did make some of them up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one of them she said not too long ago was, well, I just feel weaker than a wild cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't think a wild cucumber would feel too weak, but I guess maybe it does. I don't know. Um, so then uh, to the point, um, when we were caring for Mama in her last months, uh, she was just so grateful and gracious about everything you did for her, so appreciative, and would thank you over and over so genuinely. And she would say, I appreciate every jot and tittle that mm-hmm. you do for me. Yep. Every jot and tittle. And we thought for sure that is made up. Mm-hmm. Well, and I was telling Missy, I, you know, sometimes her speech wasn't as clear as it was um previously and I would think, well maybe I just didn't understand and mm-hmm. but she said it enough times to you know and um so that led me to look up what does jot and tittle mean. Yeah. Well first thing that comes up is Matthew chapter five verse eighteen. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah. Can't believe it's in the Bible. I know and guess who said it? Who? Jesus. Whoa. I know. It's not only is it in the Bible, but Jesus said it. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to read the scripture. I didn't read it yet, did I? I said jot and tittle one time. I said it <laughs> 20 times today. <laughs> jot and tittle, jot and tittle. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't get me started. <laughs> so first of all, we're going to talk about what jot and tittle means because it's kind of interesting. 21. Uh, but that's not the main focus of the podcast. We're going to take apart um, Matthew 5, verse 18, talk about what that means. Mm-hmm. So... Did I read the scripture yet? I don't think I did. No, I don't. Know. I don't know if I did. Read it again. This is, this is going so good. Oh Lord, Lord help! But we didn't pray. That's what the problem is. We didn't pray at the beginning. Lord, please, help us. please. Come on. So I'm going to read from my mom's Bible. It's the King James Version. And I'm going to start at uh, chapter 5, verse 17 and 18. Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. (laughs) 
For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law, till all be fulfilled. There it is, jot and tittle in the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You get your breath back. (laughs) Yeah, I'm still trying to recover from that laughing spell. Okay, so um, so first, let's talk about what jot and tittle mean. So most of us are probably unfamiliar with a jot and a tittle because most of us don't read the Hebrew language, which is where these two words originate. Mm-hmm. Um, jots and tittles have to do with letters and pen strokes in Hebrew, Hebrew writing. Mm-hmm. So a jot is actually the tenth letter in the Hebrew alphabet. It's the smallest letter in the Hebrew alphabet. Um, <clears throat> it kind of looks like an apostrophe in English. Yeah. Small. Um, and that's what the meaning of the word jot is, is very small. Um, in comparison, in the English language, um, iota would be... Uh, a similar definition to the word jot, a very small Can you use thing. iota in a sentence? <laughs> I don't care. One iota. Okay. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. <laughs> now, a tittle is even smaller than a jot. If that's possible. A tittle is not even a letter. Mm. It's just a mark. Mm-hmm. Doesn't even qualify to be a letter, poor little tittle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, poor, poor thing. No, no. And so think of it as a cross between the words tiny and little. Mm-hmm. So tiny and little equal tittle. So um, it's just a stroke of a pen in the Hebrew language, like to put an accent or a um, distinguishing mark mm-hmm. um, to change it from one letter to the next. And what we could most compare it to in the English language, is the dot over a small letter I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is a tittle, a jot and a tittle. <laughs> so they both, so jot means little and tittle means smaller than little. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when we talk about this scripture, um, let's break down what the scripture means. Okay. Um, break it down. Break it down, break it down, down. <laughs> so um, let's see. Let's talk about the laws. Um, I'm going to read it from my um, New International Version, the same scripture. It says, For truly I tell you, until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter, not the least stroke of a pen, will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. So that means every single tiny little thing Every little detail. Every little detail mm-hmm. is to be accomplished. And that's how amazing our God is. And that's how, yes, that's very true. Mm-hmm. So we know in the Old Testament there was something like 613 laws. Mm-hmm. Um, the exact number doesn't matter, and I don't even know if it's known the exact number. Yeah. But um, so those laws were... Um, the purpose of those laws was to point us to Christ. Um, and I wanted to read from Galatians. Um, it's, this is chapter 3, verses 23. 
uh, I think through 29. Before the coming of this faith, we were held in custody under the law, locked up until the faith that was to come would be revealed. So the law was our guardian until Christ came, that we might be justified by faith. Now that this faith has come, we are no longer under a guardian. So in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, but you are all one in Jesus Christ. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So what it's saying is, you know, um, if the law is like as a guardian, um, like maybe you, it's just a, a guide or a mm-hmm. uh, standard. Um, and and once we have Jesus, we no longer need that supervision or that standard. So the law teaches us the need for salvation, but God's grace gives us that salvation. Um, so the Old Testament laws still have much to teach us. Um, In it, God reveals his nature, his will for humanity, his moral laws, and his guidelines for worshiping him and loving others. But we cannot be saved by keeping the law. The law has always pointed to salvation in Jesus alone. So we can follow all the laws that we want to follow and try to do right. And, you know, however many times we do something right or whatever is not going to get us into heaven and give us eternal life with God if we don't have Jesus in our heart and accept him in our lives. Not ha- we won't have a relationship with him. That's right. Yeah. Only way to have a relationship is through Jesus. Right. Yes. And we know that, and God knows that we as humans, there's no way we can perfectly obey those laws. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not, we're not of that statue and uh, and we can't even obey the 10 commandments mm-hmm. and if there was only two i'm sure we couldn't keep that up we're Screw just that up too we would yeah and um so i think one uh, powerful line i read was the law makes our sinfulness evident and god gave us the law to define sin and demonstrate our need for a savior Mm-hmm. So there's no way we can overcome all of that without the Savior. Right. So in this scripture, when Jesus says, don't think that I've come to abolish the law or the prophets, I've not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. Mm-hmm. So Jesus is the only way that these laws can be fulfilled because we can't do them ourselves. Right. So in a, I was going to read from, let's see. Da, da, da. Um, in Hebrews chapter 10, um, we're talking about how um, man would argue over the laws and right. um, that they would uh, say, no, I'm right, no, you're right. No. Yeah, it would get all twisted and perverted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a very good commentary in my Bible that says, God gave his moral and ceremonial laws to help people love him with all their hearts and minds and to love others. Throughout Israel's history, however, these laws had often been misquoted and misapplied. 
By Jesus' time, religious leaders had turned the laws into a confusing mess that only burdened people. Mm -hmm. And when Jesus talked about a new way to understand God's law, he was actually trying to bring people back to the original purpose of the law. Jesus did not speak against the law itself, but against the abuses and excesses to which it had been subject. Right, right. So, um, and then John chapter 1, verse 17 says, For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Christ Jesus. No one has ever seen God except for the one and only Son, who is himself God and is in closest relationship with the Father. So they're again saying the only way to the Father is through Jesus. Right. Right. Um, so, and if we go to Matthew chapter 22, that's you. Thank you. And we wanted to go to verse 37. Um, this is when, um, uh, the people were asking Jesus, what is the greatest commandment in the law? Mm-hmm. And Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. So that's all we have to do is love the Lord with all our minds, all our hearts, all our souls, and love our neighbors as ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's a tall order. Yeah. But would you rather try to do that, or would you rather try to legally abide by 613, you can't cut your hair, or <laughs> whatever? I'll take Jesus. Huh? It's like Bubba says, if it don't, if it smells like, tastes like, sounds like Jesus, I'll take that. And if it don't, I don't want it. And if it don't, I don't want That's nothing right. to do with it. <clears throat> That's right. But I think all of this is to say that you can have all the laws and all the um, stipulations and all the guidelines that you want in this life, but man is not able to fulfill those laws. Mm-hmm. And and the only way that the law is fulfilled is through Jesus, and the only way to heaven is through Jesus. That's right. Yeah. And, and all the jots and the tittles, I think, <laughs> that Jesus takes care of those. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, we do... Uh, the little things mean a lot, and um, but there, there. Uh, as far as the prophecies go, um, it's in Matthew chapter twenty-four, and the verse is four. Matthew twenty-four, four. Um, and there, the it's, this is the Mount of Olives, and the disciples are asking Jesus, "Well, how are we going to know when it's the end time? Mm-hmm. You know, how are we going to know when you're coming again?" And Jesus answered, Watch out that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name claiming I am the Messiah and will deceive many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you're not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places, and all these are the beginning of the birth pains." So Jesus first says, watch out that no one deceives you. And the fact is that whenever we look out for signs and predictions or conspiracies, we become very susceptible to being deceived. 
There are many false prophets around with counterfeit signs of spiritual power and authority. The only sure way to keep from being deceived is to focus on Jesus and his words. Don't look for the special signs and don't spend time looking at other people. Look only at Jesus. Mm-hmm. So we don't we do we don't know when Jesus is coming back. We don't know the hour, the time. Mm-hmm. Um and we're we're told just be ready. Right. Because it could be at any time. So um I are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. <Past> ready. <laughs> I'm past ready, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. I'm ready. I love Jesus with all my heart. And, uh, you know, I think as I've grown in my journey here on the podcast and studying Scripture more, mm-hmm. the more I realize how much God loves me through studying the Scripture. Yeah. I mean, it's just overwhelmingly amazing. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, to think, you know, how how do we think we have the power to 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 fill the law of God? Yeah. How, how oh yeah, we could do so many things right that we could fulfill the law? No way. Yeah, I mean that's and you know if you really stop and think about it, you know that Jesus came here and walked among us and lived with us and taught us, and He died for us for our sins. That our sins don't matter to God anymore. We're forgiven. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that something that powerful, how, I mean, it's just, it's just mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. It is. That any man could think that they would be able to do anything near anything yeah. that Jesus could do. Right. Or teach, you know, to teach anyone something similar to what Jesus could Mm-hmm. Do so. Um, I do love that scripture. I love it because it says jot and tittle. But can I um, just? I just want to say it again. Jot and tittle. <laughs> How many is that? I don't know. <laughs> jot and tittle. <laughs> jot and tittle. <laughs> you want to say it again? No. Okay. So, you got any questions or comments or? No, I love this podcast, and you probably love that I'm more quiet than normal because I didn't interrupt you. So <clears throat> there's your no. gift. Oh, thank today. you. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Would you lead us out in prayer? I will. <clears throat> I will. Heavenly Father, we love you so much, and we thank you for all the blessings that you give to us each and every day. And we thank you for fulfilling God's law and for teaching us so well all the things we need to know to be with you and with our Father. And Lord, I pray um, that you would bless each and every person listening to our podcast. I pray that if there's anyone out there who doesn't know you, Lord, that you would reveal yourself to them in a way that they can understand. And Lord, I just ask if there's anyone who would like to pray a prayer of salvation, that they would pray with me now. Lord Jesus, I love you. I accept you as my Savior. I know that you died on the cross for me, for my sin, and that you were buried and rose on the third day from the dead, and now that you sit at the right hand of the Father. And Lord, 
I need you in my heart. I need you in my life. I need you to guide me every single day, Lord. And if you just pray these things and accept Jesus, I pray that you would be so blessed and that your life would be full and that you won't have a void in your life anymore. And Lord Jesus, we love you so much. And we pray all these things in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, JJ. You're welcome. That Thank was you, Missy. Awesome. And next time I want to hear a song about Jot and Tittle. <laughs> all right. Bye, y'all. Bye. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Are you interested in listening to more episodes? Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeart, and Spotify. Do you have a question you'd like us to chat about? Email us at swduthink at gmail.com. We have new episodes every Monday. See you next time.